Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is August uh, 11th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready in PC has been conducting Zoom or conference calls for past 11 years. If you have any questions, please fill out the Google Sheet. It will be easier. It will save a lot of time for me if you fill the Google Sheet out. Go ahead. Sheetal? Yeah, I've already, hi, I've already filled in the Google. I got it. Um, uh-huh. I have changed the status from H1B2 to B2 for myself and H4 to B2 for my spouse and daughter. My question is, can my daughter legally go to school? Absolutely, she can. Um, we also have I-130 approval notice. Will it affect in any way? What, what I-130 you have? The fam- oh, It's a family-based green card, F3. What basis? F3? What family-based? F3. Uh, yeah. no, it, no, it normally does not. You should be fine. We haven't seen any denials of B2 because I-130 is approved. So it's, it's not going to affect, right? If she goes to the we school? Have- no, school will definitely not affect. So, okay. Okay. And changing the status also will not affect my I-130 process. We have not seen that any effect either way in changing the status or I-130. We don't see effect in either of those things. We haven't seen it yet. Okay. okay. And my next question I've already posted. Do I have to inform the social security? Do I have to get anything updated for social security? No. Nothing, right? Okay. Next question, okay. Saurabh, Jain. Hey, Rahul. Uh, I have updated my question on the Google Sheet. Hmm. Why is it taking Why is it taking that long to, to get the receipt notice? Though? I'm a bit uh, worried about it. Yeah, so I don't know. It has been two months. Uh, I have applied for the extension and I have not received the receipt notice. I, I have raised it again. Yeah, uh, but my EAD is already expired, so refiling will not give me 540 days extension. I got it, but right now what are you going to do? Yeah, so I have uh, sent an email to Logbox. Logbox confirmed that they will be resending the receipt notice shortly. Oh, they, did they tell that they have a receipt number? Yes, I have received okay. subsequent notices that I don't have to go for biometrics and all those things. Okay, then you're good. Then you don't have to worry about it. Yes. So I have notices, but I don't know how much time it will take for the receipt notice to come. Can I ask my employer to shift me back to H1B? Will it impact my adjustment? No, you can't. Then you have to leave the country and go and get the H1B approval. You already have the H1B or you don't have the H1B? My H1B recently expired. That's when my employer shifted me to EAD. Yeah, then you can't get the H1B. If you get the H1B, you'll have to go outside the country to get the static. Okay, if I do that, will it impact my... Uh, uh, no, it won't impact, but you don't need to. If you already have a receipt number, though, you just don't have it in the hand. 
you don't have to do the, those extreme actions next person please sagar hi sagar hi hi sorry um my question is related to actually i am in usa mm-hmm. so my i am i am with employer b my mm-hmm. but my a petition got removed by usa you know do you know why it was revoked multiple registrations so keep uh i think when i checked with my employer I, I b you have to speak a little bit louder sir no i checked with my employer b mm-hmm. he told that uh, there will be no problem to you until unless if we get the notice to the employer b so what will happen if we next time in the next coming 24 25 h1b cap if i register as a new h1b will i change from this h1b to that one or i have to go back to india and come back again you have to go back to india and come back again okay can't we we cannot change the status here like like no. that right because we are arguing that you are not in status there okay now am i legally in the status or not uh let's say that until the h1b is revoked though we don't know what status you are in with company b but most probably your company b h1b will be revoked so okay okay yeah i just wanted to know that is there any chances like i can move to b1 or cpt uh no you will get that change of status denied next person please you may want to consult a lawyer to have an alternative plan b okay because this is not going to work right now you may have to go back to india next person please sachin sachin sharma okay i'm sorry can you hear me can you hear me yes go ahead sachin Okay great so uh, i i filed a premium h1 extension and i got uh, rfe the problem is uh, let me give you some history so is uscis approved my uh, you know work at the client a uh, in new jersey back in 2019 and uh, that was for the U- uh, new jersey location however i worked in i i my home is in atlanta so after covid hit after 6 months we were asked to stay home work from home so uh, you know then this project ended after 2 years and then i moved to another project which was uh, within the 50 miles of new jersey so my employer uh filed lca so they mistakenly did not filed uh the uh you know the amendment i i don't know yeah so they didn't file the amendment and then i kept on working work from home uh, uh for that project for one year and then this year i started another project in atlanta and uh you know they just again did the lca for that and uh, now i filed the uh, extension and extension i got this rfe saying that uh, you know you have to as per their record i i had the my work location was new jersey uh, uh, back in the 2019 so they want they're asking me you have to explain what happened in between and so i think in a nutshell i'm so, sort of like out of status because of the mistake that my employer did uh, they didn't file the proper amendments and yeah so well, don't leave me on your Don't leave everything on your employer. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take half of that to me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you. They they may convert that into consular processing. That's one thing they can do. If that is not approved, though, then you have okay. to refile the H one B in the consular processing. You have to go to India and get the stamping and come back. I uh, do I have to go to India or can I go uh, any other country uh, like Mexico or something? India, India. F I I. 
FII, I have a stamped uh, visa until end of this year, and I have a I-94 until December. Uh, I'm sorry, January 2024. Still, in, that case, you don't, in that case, you don't have to go stamping anywhere. You just can okay. go to Mexico, have a Margarita, and come back. Okay. So the question is, uh, in this case, uh, do I have to re uh, request them to, uh, you know, uh, recoup this uh, uh, extension that we filed and ask them to only do, what do you call the... Consul processing. Only the consul process. Okay. And it's yeah. a premium file. So once I get that, uh, then I can immediately go to... And during this time, I, can I work for my employer, the work whom I'm working currently? Technically not. Once you request the consular processing, you cannot continue working. Okay. So uh, how safe I am? You know, are there chances when I come back from, like, let's say, any outside from U.S., come back in, with, I have to go with my family. Are there any chances or anything I should do that could avoid the denial at that stage? Because I think I have to face the border security. Very, very high chance you will be fine. But there is always 5% risk the way you are talking, living uh -huh. on an employer instead of yourself. If you do that, they will kick you out of the country. So, so what do I have to show them at the time when I come back it's, in the it's US? Better, it's better that you have a consultation with a lawyer. What do you okay. need to speak at the time at the uh, at the uh, port of entry? Okay. okay? Next okay. person, please. Thank you. I appreciate that. Arun. Hi Rahul. I've put my question in the in the Google Sheet. Yeah. Uh, um, your STEM in, ended in June 24, 2024. My H1P was approved in April 30th, 20th year. However, I was terminated effective. Oh, shit. Do you know when the company is going to withdraw the H1P? They haven't given me, given me an exact date. They said sometime after June 26th. Yikes. This is where the problem comes in around. I would want the H1, can you request them to withdraw it on October 1st? I can. And especially now that I have a, a job, I'm hoping that they can they can work with me on that. Yeah, can you request, if they would, if they would withdraw it after October 1st, you'll be safe. You can have the new company file a H1B for you and you'll be safe. Okay. And do I need to tell this new company to reach out to my old company or how do I go about that? No, no, no. New company, old company, they're two different companies. You have to reach to the old right. company to request them not to withdraw the H1P. Then you have to reach out okay. to the new company after the, to have them file a change of uh, employer and to file it on October 1st. Right. What happens if the old company denies that okay. request? then there are two issues that may pop up though. Um, you will have to take a stance. If can you, you have to first look into, will your withdrawal be effective before October 1st or after October 1st? If it is before mm -hmm. October 1st, then you have to go to the university DSO, request them to do the data correction saying that the H1B was being withdrawn before October 1st and then put you back into student visa. Okay. The other option would be that if the withdrawal comes in after October 1st, which is very likely though, then what you do is that, hey, you know, you can just claim yourself to be an H1B, but there is always a problem here because if they withdraw it on, let's say September, 
or August, okay? And it becomes effective mm -hmm. in November, though. Can the USCIS say that, hey, you are never counted toward the H-1B properly because the company withdrew the H-1B before October 1st? There is a danger there, but you will have to take a chance. I see. Okay. And okay. next, how should I go about that? Should I, will my new company help with that or should I find a lawyer to help me with that? Uh, what lawyer are we speaking right now? Right now, to, yeah. right, right now, your main idea would be around is to request the old employer not to withdraw it. Okay? okay. If they don't withdraw mm -hmm. it and the new employer files the H1B, you are in good shape, Aaron. You don't have to worry about it. If okay. not, then I want you to consult a lawyer. Do you see okay. my point? I do. Yes. I want an easy way out for you. If that easy right. way is not there, then I want you to go with the lawyer's way. Okay. Sounds Next good. Person, Thank you. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, this happens with so many people. We get a lot of consultations on this one, especially from this period of time to October. Ram ready? Go ahead. Ram ready? H4 yearly approved uh, from July till September 2025. But uh -huh. uh, she, she's, she received her uh, Canadian citizenship oath and uh, she will be getting her Canadian citizenship in October this year. So mm -hmm. we just wanted to know what what are the impacts or like, is the, will the current H4EAD be valid until 25? And what is oh, the yeah. process of, for her for if she has to take the Canadian citizenship? But I don't know anything about the process of Canadian citizenship. She can just oh, no, for Canadian H4, for H4, No, for H4EAD, uh, like if she have to go and cross the border and come back uh, with the will she be citizenship. Coming, will she be coming back within 30 days after she leaves the country? Yes. Yes. Uh, she could come back in H4 EAD. It's called automatic revalidation. And she can continue working on the H4 EAD, even though she changed her citizenship. Not a problem at all. Okay. As long as within the 30 days, if with a new passport. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Next person, please. Meda. Um, I submitted my questions, Rahul. Yes. Um, yeah, they're filing in. Is this the first I-140, ma'am, for your husband? Third I-140. What is the priority date? 2010. October 2010. Did we speak recently? Yesterday. Did yeah, you can, always, you can always switch, but you cannot switch with the same labor certification. That means perm, you know? You're right? Right. Right. Oh. Then you have to file a new perm. I mean, fundamentally, there is something wrong with you guys. The priority has been current from 2022 right now. It's been three years. Where, where are you yes. sleeping? The old employer is not cooperating. The new employer, we didn't have I-140, so we were stuck. Now, the, with the new firm, they filed it in bachelor's degree. So they have to file, it, file I-140 in EB-3. But my husband has... Um, a master's degree and everything. And now they are saying that because we filed a poem in bachelor's degree and last five years, your last five years don't show progressive experience, we cannot file uh, in a B2. Come on, come on. There's no progressive experience anymore. This guy is trying to dilly-dolly you, whoever lawyer it is. Yeah, that's what we think. But 
we we thought at least we'll get the um get the eb3 i140 approved what so good is that I... going to do right now but you can get that one approved you get that in premium processing and wait to see in october if the priority date becomes current what i would recommend is you can contact you can have a consultation with me i can i know some of the companies that can take your husband if he is work okay that's where my problem is coming with your husband because i don't know what he is doing in these past 3 years so if he is work then they can take him and they will file an eb2 and they have with the same form no see that's that's the that's the problem the form is taking about one year these days so right. what what's the what's what are we yeah. that's that's where we were, we are stuck actually yeah you may you may want to have a consultation with a lawyer to evaluate should you stay with the company should you leave the company okay but i cannot okay. tell you that you should leave the company because if you leave the company the priority date from eb3 may become current i know that's that's why we thought that at least get the eb3 one yeah ready. get the eb3 approved for sure Uh, and then we'll worry want... about what to do with eb2 yeah you you have to worry about it. you should have worried about that in 2020 october 2020 september yeah, 2020 we per- we we pursued uh, both our old employers and they both denied they just denied filing 485j that's what we were we have been telling them for last 3 years but they said but no but they were their old employers i see why they don't want to file the 485j supplement What happened with your new employer? Why did you take three years? Because they they just started the process last year. We have been requesting them to start the process for two years. If, ma'am, why did not your husband change the employer in the two years? The hot the IT market was so hot in those period of time. No, he's in manufacturing. Unfortunately. Ah, damn! I see. That's the, the problem. Now. yeah uh even even uh, even if you have a consultation i can't find your company which in manufacturing i see the yeah. problem there yes i see the problem uh, yeah the other thing is if at all we decide to file for a 485 if at all the dates are current we have birth certificates but they don't the birth certificates don't have the names of our names the kids that's names okay. kind of that's no, okay that's not that's okay. okay no that's not a big issue you can always okay. supplement with the After debits, you can always supplement with the Aadhaar card, PAN card, Ration card, Election card, and okay. I don't know. There is a lot of other cards, so okay. medical records. Okay. 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 And then there was question number two for myself. Uh, Cognizant withdrew my H one B during pandemic for no reasons given. Uh, if at all I go to, to stamp, they don't me? have to give it. They don't have to give a reason. Okay. So when I go for stamping with my for my current H one B, do I have to mention it somewhere? DS one sixty or something that my H one B has been withdrawn sometime they, back. They are they are under the obligation to withdraw it, and then afterwards you got a H one B with a different company, right? Yes. Absolutely, you don't have to mention that. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's Next all. Thank you. Thank you, Mia. Soumya, hi. Uh, my spouse uh, worked with an employer uh, last time. Uh, met with uh, Rahul Reddy and uh, took mm-hmm. consultation. 
document yeah we submitted a document yeah her employer uh, we we submitted a wh4 complaint form but uh, mm-hmm. he came back and told like uh, they are going to raise a counter complaint on us saying like she was invalid status for a couple of months when she uh, oh just ignore that file the complaint yeah. file the complaint oh. and they uh, won't care okay one one more question rahul soumya here uh, so uh, will i be considered any any time before like i am invalid status i have all the pay slips everything with me and uh, even uh, Stamp. stamping is done recently ah, recently you got stamping and they are threatening you file the file the wh4 ma'am okay yeah okay thank you rahul ignore thank the you. threats ignore the threats they're just threatening you that ignore the file the wh4 okay. don't even yeah. communicate because if you threatened with the wh4 they are they are threatening you with a status violation that's blackmail you cannot threaten somebody that i am i cannot threaten you that i am going to complain to the police okay that's considered blackmail either i can complain or i don't complain for the actions that you already did somya i cannot threaten you though you see my point somya somya is there somya so can you hear me yes rahul Uh, yeah i'm now yeah now it is unmuted yeah i can hear rahul i got it somya if yeah. let's say for example you you trash me you hit me with a stick okay mm-hmm. i still cannot threaten you that i'll go to the police okay. i either go to police or i don't okay. if i threaten you that i'm going to go to police that's blackmail okay oh. okay yeah okay okay, okay. but if yeah. you are if you are about to hit me and then i will say that you hit me i'll go to police that's not blackmail okay you see the yeah. point mm-hmm. yeah so what yeah. that guy is doing black is is considered as blackmail yeah okay got it yeah okay just uh, complain to the wh4 immigration does not even care don't worry about it in fact uh, he will be in trouble for complaining okay right. okay yeah thank you and Thanks. there is there is and i want you to mention this one you already went and got the stamping is right So yeah. I want I want you to go ahead and complain what this guy told you, okay? Uh-huh. Okay. 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 Did I sure. give you a complaint to the USCIS? Uh I didn't give. No, I will give you a link. I want you to go and complain about this company to the USCIS. On top of the on top of the uh, on top of the uh, wh4 form okay. because they don't take any criminal actions on these people okay okay give me one i'll give you a link i want you to go ahead and complain the link has the things you may have to change a little bit here and there okay next person yeah. please thank you thank you abdul riyas hello sir Abdul, go ahead. Hello, sir. Um, I recently came to the US. I'm a fun student. So okay. I recently checked my I-94. So my full mm-hmm. name is Sheikh Abdul Riaz. Mm-hmm. So my first name is Abdul Riaz and last name is Sheikh. In my I-94, mm-hmm. they only mentioned my first name as and last name as Riaz uh, Sheikh. So is it a problem? I mean, like, where can I? 
राहुल My family name is Rahul. It should be actually Venkat Reddy Rahul. So I messed it up, okay. and I'm living with it right now. Okay, but but I I will say at this point of time though, when you file the H-1B extension or when you come next time, you can take care of it. Not a problem. Next person, please. Mahesh. Okay. So okay. When you file the H-1B extension, you can clear it out. Mahesh, hi sir. Uh, I have added my question to the Google Doc. So presently, my perm is in process, and which was filed in March twenty twenty three, and I am about to get my max out. My H one B max out date is this year December. Mm-hmm. And parallelly, we I have filed. We have filed H one B this year for my wife, and it got picked, and it's under process. So, what would be my options, sir? Get get her H one B get get one H one B in premium processing. Moving okay. into H four would be a better option for you. For me, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure, sir. Yeah, that's it. That's the best option. That's the best option. Nothing. Okay. Thank you, sir. Next person. Next person, please. Yeah, if the H four is there, all other options leaving H four is a H four is a best option. Suman. Hey Rahul, uh, this is Suman. So I already postponed my uh, yeah. Question. My H one B N N T four. My wife's H four E A D is expiring on Jan two thousand twenty four. My employer is filing H one B in premium processing. Once it's approved, what is the, uh, why can't you apply the H one H four and E A D together? It's my employer, Rahul. I mean, they don't allow it. <laughs> okay, so do one thing. I want you to get the I want you to get the H one B approved in premium processing. You contact us, okay? We can file H four plus CAD, and there is something called automatic revalidation where you go to where you wife go to Mexico and comes back, okay? And then you can extend the H four based on that, okay? Based on that, um, mm-hmm. based on that, you can based on that you can uh, you can she can work for five hundred and forty days after the EAD expires. But she has to file the H four plus EAD before she embarks on to Mexico. Okay. So after that, uh, do we need to uh, interfile anything? Because at that time, uh, her I ninety four will be changed, right? So no, I'm just wondering. No, interfi- like, no interfiling uh, is required. Okay. No interfile is required. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there? Yes, yes, yes. I'm here. No interfile is required. Hello? No interfile is required. Okay. Next person. Okay. Please. So first, my action item would be. Sorry. First uh, is uh, get the H one B approved in premium processing. Then, if you want to use our service services okay. for H four plus CAD, 
you can come to us or you can file the H four plus CAD. Mm -hmm. Once it is filed, which most probably mm -hmm. will not be approved by January two thousand twenty-four. Oh, the second item is get get an. Oh, when is the visa expiring though? Jan twenty twenty-four. The same time. Okay, that that's fine. Then she doesn't need a Mexican visa. Then then uh, once the extension has been filed, somewhere in December, you both guys go to Cancun, have a nice vacation, come back. She'll get a I ninety-four. Until your H-1B expires, okay, and then she can work for 540 days. In the meantime, the EAD will be approved. Next person, please. Naman. Okay, thank you. I've applied for EB-1A E uh, artist green card. My priority date is nine two thousand. My the petition is yet to be approved. I have an employee. I am employed with American MNC in India. This company is offering a sponsor L-1B for a U.S. Say transfer with the same MNC. If I come to USA as L1B later, when my EB1A, what is E11? So that's the artist uh, classification. The E11. There's no E11 qualification. There's only EB1A. Okay. Yeah, you can come on L1B if the if the I140 gets approved. And if the priority date becomes current, you can file the four eight five seven. So transferring from a L one B, which is probably considered as an IT thing, to absolutely, a... people can have multiple skills though. Okay, that's the, yeah, you can be a you can be a Lata Mangeshkar. At the same time, you can be an IT too. Nothing wrong with it. Okay. Okay, so uh, should I go for consular processing in that case, or should I just uh, go for which the, one? For, if I if I choose to come to, if I once if you, I get, if, you, if you get the I140 approval, you are not going to go for consular processing. Even though you requested the consular processing, you can change it to the adjustment of status. That's a word that we use. It, okay, once you come in, you can convert it, and you don't have to file any extra documents for converting the I140 into adjustment of status. You can directly file the 485 application once you come here. So at this point of time, my request is come here in L1B. It will not harm you at all. In fact, it is going to benefit you for getting a green card. Okay. Okay. I just was told that it takes a way longer to go for AO, uh, AOS than come for come back for. That is answers. not right at all. Whoever told you misinformed you. Okay. okay? Okay, but we are good there then. Thank you so much. You're great work. I loved uh, your uh, YouTube uh, this thing. Okay. Great yeah. work. You, you yeah. come here on L1B, you will have no trouble if your I-140 is approved. I can't assure you your I-140 is approved, will be approved though. But let me tell you one thing. You will be much better off in USA on L1B to convert it. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Ankita. Hi, Rahul. Um, I got laid off and my 60th, I'm in my grace period of 60 days and the last day is September 14. So I wanted to ask how soon should I be filing for a um, B1, B2 change of status? Are you single, Ankita? Yeah, you can do it about 55th day would be fine. Okay. The reason is that, and I want you to file it online, Ankita. Don't file a manual application. Okay. Uh, and okay. can I stay in the country while that is pending? Absolutely, you can. Okay. Next person, please. Ankit? You can, you can stay in the country, ma'am. Absolutely not a problem. 
The other thing that I would suggest you, Ankita, is that try to fill the online B2 application. If you have any questions, though, you can do the you can do the B2 consultation with us. We will guide you how to fulfill the file the B2 application. Uh, this will be the last caller, guys, for today. It's about yeah. 4 or 2 p.m. Yeah. Ankita, so my question is, yeah, my question is, uh, my EB1C petition EB1C is EB1C is approved, but my question is, did you file the 485? No, no, no. My my application is filed. I'm yet, in premium processing. I'm yet to get I-140. So after I get my I-140, can I change employers? Did you file the 485 application or you no, just filed no. only I-140? On what, on what visa status you are in? Right now, I'm on H-1B. Uh, if you change the employer... You mm -hmm. with the new employer, you can only get EB2 or EB3, you can't get EB1C. Correct. So, uh, if my I1485 is filed, can I uh, can I change after that? Like, at what point uh, can I? Can... Uh, after six months after you file the 485, that's when, and I assuming I140 is approved, that's when you can change the employer. If you change oh, okay. before the 485 is approved, you join a new company, the new company can the I-140 priority date, but they can't file an EB-1C because you Correct. haven't worked with that company previously coming into the United States. But right. if you file the 485 application after 180 days, there is no requirement that the, you must work for the company previously in India. So in all interest, don't move out of this company. Got it, got it. And uh, uh... Um, you know, right now the date is retrospected, so I should still be eligible to file my I-140-485, correct? Because date of filing is still not bad. Like my priority date is 2021. No, you can't file the 485 right now. Hopefully, okay. so in October, you may be able to, but right now the priority date is not current for you. But a okay. final action date is retrospect, right? Not date of filing. Date of filing is, what is the date of filing in September? Uh, uh, I think it's 2022, if I'm not wrong. I don't think so, but I will check it and let you know. Give me one second, I'm checking it. Can you check but it for short, me, please? Yeah, I can check it as well. But but yeah, if that's current, uh, I can file, right? If that's Absolutely. within my priority. That's right, okay. that's right. It doesn't have the final action date and doesn't have to be current. Uh, Got it. Thank, thank you so much, appreciate it. Yeah, first preference. Oh, yeah, that's right. But but they're not accepting the date of filings right now, though. Oh, okay. They're only accepting the date of final action dates for the employment based. So technically, okay. you cannot file. Okay, you think uh, that will be done in October at least? Maybe, maybe. But uh, I, if I were you, I would make every provision not to leave the company. Yeah, 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 I am not leaving the bro, but you know, like with current scenario, with I know, I got it. Thank, thank you, wish you best of luck. Okay, thank you. Then. Thanks, thanks. Uh, the next Zoom call will be tomorrow at uh, I'm sorry, Monday at three thirty, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.